0: All right, what's going on everybody i'd like to welcome you back to another episode of the down to business podcast here with Tamar turner and man we we going west a little bit for this one man i'm definitely excited to be sitting down with my boy trey man somebody who from the time i met him i really tell him i told him in person the last time and i even i was telling mo and everybody like that bro he is one of the most hospitable people i've ever met really me and my boy we went out there for i went out there for my boy trey's birthday actually my roommate ended up meeting him and a, and a host of other you know just all of the dallas folks man they showed us a good time from start to finish nothing but love and i've been able to go out there since in return and really just have a good time and turn yes. everything up but you know in that we were able to talk a little bit of business i was able to see that he had some of the people out there repping his brand and was asking them about it and then finally found out that he was the owner so i was just like man this was just you know it was meant to be it was a match made so i'm definitely excited to sit down with him and chop it up today so trey how you doing bro i'm
1: doing good um Better yeah, better good,
0: better good. So, you know, for the people out there, I know we're going to have a Dallas and the Texas folks tapping. I know we even had a Florida folks tapping in because you got roots yeah. down here as well. Um, and then for the people on my side who tapping in or, or for the people who may be first timers, can you just tell us one, a little bit about yourself? And then two, what brings you on the podcast today?
1: From South Florida, born and raised Fort Myers, Florida. A lot of people don't really know that side of South Florida. Went to school there, FGC, graduated in 2018 with a bachelor's in psychology. Stayed there for two years. Got a full-time you know, salary job, saved up my money, and came over here um, to Dallas, Texas in January of this year. Since then, I've been doing my clothing brand full-time. I stepped out on faith, moved out here, and was like, you know what? I'm going I'm to see how I can do it with just my income from from culture, and it's been doing, it's been doing pretty well so far. So that's pretty much it.
0: I love that. Something that I'm big on is, you know, really stepping out on faith, really just realizing that, you know, if an opportunity presents itself, if it's feasible, if it's something that I can do, if it's something that, you know, if it's something that can come from it, I'm going I'm to take advantage of it. But I'm also somebody who in doing that and feeling that way and adapting that philosophy, you know, you recognize that it's not always easy. It's, you know, it's, it's met with trials and tribulations. It's met with obstacles on the road and different things like that. So, you know, what, what was it really like for you when you first made that conscious decision? Hey, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to step out on faith, like you said, and really, you know, get going, get into this space. Was it, you know, where you met with a lot of support, where you met with, you know, open arms and everything like that, where you met with, you know, were you surprised a little bit? Was it a lot of, you know, work for yourself and just having to take on a lot of the bulk of the load? I think,
1: thankfully, I've had a lot of support since I've started in 2018, um, a lot of like, physical support, people, like, reposting on social media, people actually buying, or people just sending me positive words. So I've always had that. I think the biggest thing for me, uh, making the conscious decision, was, like, having faith. I've been someone who's always kind of, like, had control or wanted to have control of my destiny, you know, just so I can feel the most comfortable. And in this situation of moving from Florida to Texas and then from having a full-time salary, a state job to doing something on my own as an entrepreneur. The biggest thing that I've learned this year is having faith. So I think that would be the biggest lesson. But like I said, I've always had support, whether it be from family, from friends, from my from my um, my peers at school. I've always had support,
0: so that's always been a good thing for me. And you know, it's one thing to it's one thing to know about our support system. It's one thing to kind of just grow up and know that you you know you have certain people in your corner, whether it be family. Whether it be friends, whether it be, even sometimes just strangers who you may not even realize, but it's another thing when that support comes, you know, to the to the table when you really start something, or when you really put yourself out there, or start a brand, or enter just into a new space, you really see that, oh wow. They were in my corner the whole time or, you know, I knew that I had them or it wasn't a second guess type thing. But it's another thing. It's one thing to just have that conscious thought in your mind. It's another thing to really know it, to really see it, for it to really, Correct. you know, outright. If people really want to see you you know, do well, because I could say it all day long, bro. I want you to eat. I want you to succeed. I want you to do well. I want you to do all of that. But if I'm placed in position to support you, if I'm not reposting you, if I'm not liking your stuff, if I'm not even buying it, word of mouth or anything like that. Well, then it can kind of beg the question, too. Well, just how well do you want me to, do you really want to, are you just saying this so that when I blow up, I remember, oh, he, he said that, or are you, you know, is this genuine? Is this really just from the heart? So I love every bit of that. So, okay. So culture. So I was, I was going through the page. I was going through the website. I love, you know, just the concept of it. I love, even, it, and I apologize if I misquote it, I don't have it right in front of me, but it says something about that. It was designed for resilient individuals who recognize that they want to defy the odds, so that they recognize they want to go against different things. Culture encompasses a lot of what we do. So can you just give us a little bit of the origin story, a little bit of, you know, why the name, first and foremost, I think I know why you replaced the C with a K, so we don't really have to get into that. But if you want to, you can. But then, you know, just really talk about, you know, what was really the purpose of branding it that way and really taking that name and and putting that mission out there? When I first started, I started um, after I
1: graduated May
0: 2018, going into the summer,
1: right before I started working a full-time job. I just wanted a clothing brand because I was tired of wearing everybody else's stuff. I was tired of looking like everybody else, so I just wanted something for myself, and that was going to stand out. And I feel like I could I could contribute to because I've always been into fashion. But for the name, the meaning, I wanted something to represent me. I, with these brands that we we buy into, you know, I, I can speak for myself. I don't really know them. I don't really know their story, so I wanted to create something that had meaning and symbolism to it. Um, so that was important for me. Um, and I know since I've started every collection that I release always has something symbolic to it. So in the first collection, I dropped a, um, a rose design, and that was kind of like a, a rose from concrete from my childhood. You know, the broken teddy, that had a symbolism to it. So I think symbolism is important and representing my childhood and my upbringing, representing my culture, and putting it in clothes and hopefully in me doing that, somebody can see their culture or their perspective or they can see something that they're going through through my brain and my story and relate to it in that way.
0: Yeah. But okay, so now nah, I, I love that. I love, you know, just the, I think I got, I think I kind of got into that same mode too. But I think for me, what it more so was like, I don't have a clothing brand per se, but I think what it was, was I, re- I recognized that for one, I'm not really a fan of designer. I think that it's, it's kind of, it's, it's the same to me. Like, I feel like you walk into these Gucci stores or you these LVs or, you know, just the Chanel's and everything, For one, the store is not that big for two. It's always a line to get into the store. For three, it's only certain items made available. And everybody is, you know, buying this. Hair. So you look at all of the, from the shoes to the bags, to the to the shirts, to the design, everything really, it lacked originality to me. So for me, designer, yeah, while it was a name, maybe that's why people buy Maybe people just like looking nice. People like luxurious things. For me, it just wasn't really hitting the same. Like, it just wasn't looking good to me. And I felt like once you started to see it, it circulate so much, it was just like, all right, this is not really original to me. So that's really what got me in the direction of wanting to support my friends a lot and wanting to, you know, I, I made it a mission this year for almost every Instagram post to have something on from a black business or something on from one of my friends or, you know, to just put people out there to put people in that space. Because I said, look, I know I know some folks making some cold designs. Like I was telling you, even when we were at, when I was out there and I told you the girl had the shirt on, I said, bro, I said, that's one of your, colli-. hold on, I said, hold on, hold on, I said, when you bring that back, make sure we got that back. Because it's just like, bro, I like stuff that's different, but I like things that's going to catch the eye. They don't necessarily just got to have a crazy price tag on it or a crazy name in front of it if it look good. And then I thought, we're going to make it look good one way or another. So, But I like that. And I feel like a lot of people with clothing brands, a lot of people, you know, in that space kind of share that same sentiment about, you know, you just get tired of wearing other people's stuff or, you know, you feel like you can put a different niche on it, a different spin on it, or you feel like nobody going to come with that swag the same way you got that swag. So I don't really know, you know, the scene out in Dallas, the scene out, you know, when we first got started and everything like that. But what was it really like, you know, entering into that into that space, you know, where you did you kind of have any research done beforehand where you did you have people or different connects like in the field to kind of help you with vendors and manufacturers and doing things like that? What what was really it like getting started for you?
1: For and moving to Texas and to Dallas specifically, um, I started off like with nothing. I came out here and just started off of what I knew back from Florida. And I had to go out and literally go and find my vendors, go and find my manufacturers, literally going on Instagram or going on Google to search and type. And um, find different places and going in person, meeting with people and they have people saying, oh, if you're not from Dallas, I can't help you. You know what I'm saying? I had to like literally like what we like a, in business called cold calling, like going door to like not door to door, but business to business, trying to find what I had in Florida. Um, luckily now I'm what 10 months in, I have found success or 11 months and I found success to where I have my stable manufacturers. I found a whole like little town that I can get everything I want from. It was definitely it was definitely rough when I first got here, and it was definitely um, like I said I came out here with with just everything I had from Florida, and that was it. So it was definitely tougher. And I know a lot of I know a thing about Dallas is they support their own. I got help eventually, but today a lot of people were like, if "You're not from Texas, you're not from Florida." I mean, if you're not from Texas, or you're not from Dallas specifically. I, I can't really my hands are tied, and in a way it, it was kind of frustrating, but also in a way. Have it respect, you know, because they want to help their own. They want to see them. They want to see their own come up. So, I I understood it.
0: And I, I think that that's kind of crazy too. It's like, whereas you had to like you had to kind of step back and enter a different perspective to understand it. It's also just like, man, like if y'all really about that next man up mentality or really about you know supporting your own, why can't you know what is what is you sh- giving me a connection or what is you you know putting me on or putting me in the right? I'm not telling you to do all the work for me. I'm gonna put the right. work. In. I put the work in. You know, to get here. But what is, what is that really going to do for you? But it also just goes to show, you know, just how the industry can get sometimes, how people can right. be sometimes, how, you know, how we can preach one thing to social media or, or or be this way, like to people, but how artificial it can be when it's all said and done or behind mm-hmm. closed doors. But it also it's a testament to you, bro, and your resiliency about how. You didn't just let that first know or that denial or people kind of just looking the other way and things like that to tear you from the clothing brand. Otherwise, you know, we would have stopped this a long time ago. We probably wouldn't be sitting down today. But instead, I'm sure you let that drive you. I'm sure you said, OK, I can't get right here. I'm going to get right regardless. I, I, I came out here with nothing, but I refuse to, you know, continue with nothing and end with nothing. when it's all said and done. So I love that a lot. So just in, you know, thinking about the process, thinking about having to secure different things, thinking about having to get the support, thinking about even what you had back home in Florida before you even went out there, what would you say is one of the biggest, the biggest eye opening experiences that you've had to go through, whether it be in the beginning with opening the brand, whether it even be current day with just in the midst of the pandemic and everything that we have going on was something that you really you look back. Now you take a step back and you're just like, wow, that was really an experience for me, whether it be good or bad, but you know, I made, I made something out of it. It's been a lot. I'm trying to think of one specifically. Um,
1: I would say off the top of my head, I would say, I know, what was kind of surprising from the beginning, not surprising, but like the abundance of it was the support. I would say that was something that was that was new to me. Like I said in here, I kind of got some pushback, but before I got here, I think I was kind of spoiled because I got nothing but support in Florida. So I think that was something that was like, okay, because like when you start something over here in the beginning of something, like you believe in yourself, the people you surround yourself with, they're automatically gonna believe in you because you're, you know, your friends with them, your family, but then when you actually do it and you get that support, and it's like, okay, I got a hundred orders. Okay, I got five hundred orders. Okay, I made a thousand dollars in an hour. It's like, like that's that's that was like surprising for me, like to see the 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 community that I built, the people that I poured out to, they came and poured into me when I needed it. That was something that was
0: that was meaning, meaningful and symbolic to me at the time. I love that. I think about that too. I think about when I first even got into the when I was first approached with the whole idea of making gear for the podcast and just, I was just like, man, no, like I'll make a couple of shirts for for me and the boys, but like, I'm not about to, you know, I'm not about to be wholesaling nothing or doing things like that. But then once I debuted the shirts and I saw how many people were just like, yo, that's hot, bro. I kind of like that. Or, but then too, another thing that deterred me from it was just the process, the process to my first batch of shirts and getting it was, it was painstaking, bro. I was having to contact people. I felt like I was being Knowing money was sent, yes. the product wasn't here. I was trying to do this and be here and do this for my, because my birthday was coming up. So I was trying to make a nice post and I had to, it was a lot. I had to meet the, the girl had to come meet me at the airport and I was about to miss my flight and I was just trying to grab a shirt. But like I said, money had already been sent. It was a lot of back and forth. So for me, I was just like, yo, if this is my taste into this, well, you can count me out. I'm done with it. I'll take these 10 shirts. I'll move them however I move, give them to the family and do whatever. But once I really realized, you know, people are rocking with this like people like this but in a sense i thought bigger i thought like well this is a brand you know this is a way to i don't know what can come from so let me just try to launch a website let me try to get some things going so Mm -hmm. had somebody put my website together another bad experience you know like i said money was sent but product and results weren't showing for the for the money because like i said man people people talk all the big game and get the estimates and throw this and that at you okay so payment is out of there and then it's like okay they start moving like this on a slow motion it's just like bro like the, the motion came, the money came fast though. You accepted it, everything, but why is that not, you know, but then when you start to get, when I got in my bag a little bit, let's just put it like that. Like then it was, Oh, I'm I'm, I'm kind of coming crazier. Now it's, so Oh, you got all these other things to do and it's things like, so for me, it was just like, okay, look at the end of the day, I'm a podcaster. I love what I do. I love just, you know, talking to people. I love that idea. I'm not really, I'm trying to get into this space just for something different. But, but the fact that, you know, it's happening like this is like, well, should I really be in it? So I took a step back and really realized, you know, That's just how it may go sometimes. And I was talking to some of my other friends who own clothing brands and they were just like, bro, welcome to the world. You just dealing with that, you know, from your side, from just trying to get some shirts real quick. And we dealing with this almost on a daily every time you want to drop something new or every time you want to put something out. So it's just like really welcome to us. And I even spoke on one of my episodes back like, yo, to anybody out there who sells anything, whether it be clothes, whether it be a service, a product, especially something that you got to do yourself. I said i put my hands up or i take my hat off too i said that is one of the most frustrating things i've ever had to do in my life and i said the fact that this is what y'all do this is how, it's, how y'all make y'all living i said i never underestimate y'all bro but it's just crazy you know how that can you know just how certain experiences how different things can change and shift our whole mindset but to speak to your point more so about yo the, the orders coming through the money coming through once i saw that once i launched a website i was just like dad like People doing this for my brand, like what like what the, what was so special about like I was just like I was thinking it was family, I was thinking it was then I see people tagging me to order two and three things at a time. Yo, when we gonna get some new products, when we gonna get some new colors. I'm just like, oh that. I thought black and white was cool. Like I just thought, you know, this was just something to start with. I ain't I ain't know that. but it but it made it makes you just appreciate the grind, the hustle, all of those experiences for me. Then it was just like, okay, I can take that on the chin, I can take that on the shoulder because it's just like at the end of the day, people rock on me. So what do I need to do? find better resources, you know, expand myself. Like you said, maybe the first couple of people didn't work for me, but I'm not going to stop there. I'm not going to let that, you know, deter me from where I'm really supposed to be at. Yeah. So I love that, bro. So, and, and especially with you, just because you switch locations, that's hard, bro. I, I, when I came from Philly to Florida with basically nothing other than my roommate, that was hard, bro. It was just like, am I'm in a totally different city right now. In a sense, I got to build a totally different rapport with totally different people with a totally different crowd. And then when I first got down here, I was working at Amazon deliverance. So it's no, so it's no customer interaction. It's none of that with me. It was just more so you dropping it and I'm going. So I'm not really meeting people. So I was doing that for almost a year. So it was just like I was still relying on North Carolina. I was still relying on New York where I got my masters. I was still relying on Philly. Once I finally really started exposing myself to Florida. So going out just being making myself social, wearing my brand more, not afraid to you know slide in people's DMs or whatever, talk to people, not afraid to even approach people on the streets and stuff things started to transform. So I'm sure you you dealt with a lot of that just the same. So yeah, thinking about culture, you know, and thinking about just the the space for, for urban wear, for street wear, for everything like that. If I'm, you know, if I'm somebody on the IG Live or if I'm somebody, you know, just watching this interview for the first time, very interested in your brand. I love the way that it looks. I love some of the things that I saw. I even love the website. I wouldn't even say what's a selling point, but for somebody who also, who may know nothing about your street or urban wear brand, but loves, you know, that idea, loves supporting black businesses, loves supporting black owned and loves just that idea. How do you describe your brand? How do you not in a sense pitch it, but when somebody asks about culture and what you guys really do what's the basis of it? What are some of the things that come to your mind? What are some of the things that are being said to these people?
1: I think what's important for me is that, first of all, everything that I put out is high quality. I think that's very important just because like you can wear something once and it's going to fade after the, the first watch. I don't, that's the quality of everything that I put out is very important to me. So just tell people or when I explain things to people, you're going to get the best quality that I feel like is on this earth because I'm not going to put nothing on my body and I don't, and somebody else have to put it on. I want to make sure that anything that I put out, I'm good with it. So quality is important. Another thing that's important is that it's a story. You know, like a lot of the pieces, a lot of pieces If you know me, if you pay attention to like my rollouts when I do, like when I do releases, there's a story behind the brand. It's a story behind the pieces. It's a story behind the designs. Um, I think that's very important because you're buying into the brand. You're buying into something. You can see yourself in what you have on your body. You know what I'm saying? You come from a certain a background. Of your, whatever the case may be, you can see that in the brand, in the story. And I think just the designs, they look good. They look, to me, I'm not going to... I'm not gonna say i'm the best fashion designer out there but i have some i have some very very nice pieces so yeah he got some uh-huh. heat y'all i ain't yeah. look, i ain't
0: just saying that because he on the podcast yeah. I, I i said we was at we was just in dallas for uh for mo's birthday weekend of october 14th yo we was at the we was at the olympics i seen the shirt i had to stop everything i was going man. i got <laughs> my cup i said the shirt is cold i said and then i seen culture at the bottom i looked i said that's cold i said that man is cold man that's that's crazy but no i love that bro I, I love that idea just because you think about a lot of times some of these brands that we shop with some of the things that we buy some of you know i'm, I'm somebody who that was one of my biggest complaints about brands and different things like that it's like after one or two wears or me washing and drying or ironing it don't even look like the same shirt that i bought you know you want something that's of that high quality and different because i don't mind paying the, the designer prices, or I don't mind paying, you know, just the, the high end prices. These Macy's, these whatever you want to call them, these stores. But it's just like I also want the quality to match the price tag. That's that's all I ask for. I don't want to just throw something on because it's a name or because my man make it. Because at the same time, if my man is not making good shirts or if my shirts wasn't cozy or comfortable, I would want people to tell me that. I wouldn't want to just be out here, you know, just having people think shortening them, or i'm selling you know I'm, I'm not really selling what i'm about so i love that but then i feel like the most important part is the story aspect of it i love one of the brands that i think of you know when it comes to just storytelling is one of my boys and his name is naquan jackson and his brand is literally like it's a it's a family range based out of north carolina but it really tells a story he releases like anniversary or like world tour shirts where he this he all the cities on the back that Njax has popped up back where he tells a story through you know some of his jackets and just some of the things that he wears i love that because i feel like it gives a different connection of the shopper almost above or yeah. of the customer it allows you to not only say okay yo that looks good but well what's the message behind that what's the story behind that and then it really makes you want to wear it because it's nothing like you know Wearing something or having something on your shirt, and you have no idea what it means, or even what your shirt says, Mm -hmm. or just throwing something on just simply because it may look good. But what's really the message behind? You could be wearing something that's like offensive, or oppressive, or something that you know is totally against you and or your race or your culture, and you would never really know. So I think that that's a crucial, overlooked part sometimes that Mm -hmm. people don't realize. So when it comes to you, when it comes to everything that you do, whether it just be as a business owner, whether it just be you know. As, a, as an African-American male, what do you feel like is something not many people know about you that you you know, you know hope that in the years to come, whether it be through your brand, whether it be just through yourself, you know that you really hope to communicate to others? In terms of my brand or in terms of me as a person? Well, I mean, I guess we can speak brand. I guess um, I love, you know, I, I just think that it can, honestly, I'm not even going to put a confine on it, bro. It can be you as a as a male, you in this space right now, you as you know, you, you know where your brand is right now, but you know where you want it to be, you know, maybe five to ten years down the line right now. Or you maybe know maybe there are some misconceptions about your brand that you just want to clear up or some things like that. Anything, bro. I think um
1: for my brand, like I'm not limited to just one thing. Um I try to make I try to make every I try to make things that can gear towards everyone. I don't want to be put in a box or just we limited to just one section. I'm, I'm, I'm bigger than where I'm from. I think that's something that we go back to like symbolism. I, I came from a certain place. I was surrounded by certain things uh, growing up, but my vision was bigger than what my surroundings were. And I think I want. I think when I, when I step away or five to ten years from now, I want that to be the the takeaway. Like my brand is bigger than where I came from. It's bigger than just, just for this group. You know what I'm saying? It's for, for everybody. It's for the culture. You know. Not just one culture, for this, most it's multiple cultures. So I think, I think that's a that's a, that's an important takeaway for me in five to ten years. It's
0: bigger than it's bigger than me. Love that. Okay. And the main point that you hit was, you said you're not limited to just one thing. Okay. So I didn't scroll through the website. I didn't scroll through the page. I didn't see it in person. I didn't I didn't saw the quality of the fire designs. Can you just tell the people? You know, for the people listening, for the people what can they expect, you know, when they visit the Culture website? What are some products that you have currently? And even if you want, you could tease, you got anything they're doing? It's getting a little cold. I know in Florida, we, we chilling out here. I, I, was, I was able to get away with the sweater today, but it's getting a little chilly in some other parts of the world. So you got anything, you know, coming that the people should look forward to as well?
1: Yeah, um, I started off, and I think it's going to be a constant thing, um, graphic tees. I started off with, with, with graphic tees, and I'm going to always have them. So you're going to see majority graphic tees. I do right now have some hoodies. Um, I know it's getting cold in, in certain parts, especially right now in Texas, so I do have these. I do have um, dad hats, and I do have bathing suits, um, some shorts, some like some sweat shorts for guys. I plan on releasing, like Friday, I plan on releasing the, the winter collection, actually like in the works, I was working on that all day, the sweatpants, and I'm gonna do some a graphic tee, and I'm gonna do some, dad, uh, some trucker hats. So at the, the end of this month, you can look forward to the winter collection.
0: Right now, yeah. Hey man, you see what happens when you tap in with the podcast? You get a little look into the. He yes. just gave y'all the collection a little bit. So look, man. And when we drop the info on IG, when we drop what's going on, what's happening on each other, I need y'all to get on that, especially for my folks up north, for my folks out west, out midwest. I can't relate to the cold weather. I'm sorry, but no, y'all got to get right. He got something for y'all. So I love that, bro. So just in thinking about culture, how it's run, the the not even the hierarchy in a sense, but is this a is this a team effort? Is this really just you? What would you say is like, how does the show get ran from promotion to the brand to making everything to shipping our orders. Is that just all through you? That's all me. hundred percent. All right. Um, now. So, so I now did. that we got the you are the one man army pretty much, you're running the show. What type of pressure has that put on you, if any? What is what is the, the life work balance for you when it comes to running the brand? But also, you know, still maintaining because Dallas, y'all lit, man. Y'all some lit folks out there. Y'all got y'all got it going off for sure. So you know, what does that look like for still wanting to elevate and excel your brand, but still, you know, having to betray, still having a life.
1: It's immense pressure it's a lot of pressure um, just because you I have to do literally everything from like the start to the end and shipping stuff out and making designs and and working on the website it's all me so it's a lot of pressure. I think over to be honest over the past few months I think July when I when I initially met you, that's when I started to be social because it was a hundred percent put my head down work on culture but I realized okay, in order for me to be the best person for this brand, I gotta get out. I have to clear my brain. I have to socialize, and I also have seen a direct coalition between being social and sales. You get what I'm saying? People get to put a face to a to a brand. Um, so I think socially is. I think both of them is important, but definitely Monday through Friday, nothing but work. Then the weekend, you have a little fun and get back to it on Monday.
0: A common, I would say a common theme across majority of these episodes is is exactly that point that you just made. How, you know, some people may not be as extroverted as others, or some people may not be as social per se, or just out there in the mix of different things like that. But how they recognize the, as soon as you said it, the direct correlation, how when they place themselves out in those situations. Or sometimes the biggest thing is really just making yourself uncomfortable, bro. It's something that, you know, we don't like to do. Nobody likes to do it. Nobody likes to feel awkward. Nobody likes to feel like other people think that they're doing awkward and different things like that. But in the same breath, I also say everybody's a customer. I, I have that mentality with everything, but I'm more so as a podcaster, I say everybody's a listener. I remember when I first kind of dropped my announcement and different things like that, I was kind of being reluctant or thinking I should only drop it on certain platforms or don't go to the LinkedIns, don't go to the you know the Facebooks or different things like that. But it's just like you don't all my family is on Facebook. How would they keep track of you know what I got going on and different things like that? I built professional relationships and been invited on other podcasts from being on LinkedIn and things like that. So like you said, once we begin to place ourselves in spaces and just in situations where we may not have done before, you always notice the growth, or it may not be, you know, it may not be constant. It may not be as quick as we would like it, but it's still there, you know, and slow right. progress is better than no progress. I'll say that every single time. So right. I commend you for that because I, I really couldn't tell, bro. Like I said, when I got out there and I was able to meet y'all, man, it just felt like, if I told Mo it felt like home. Like it was to the point where some people thought we lived out there. And I was sad to leave. Like it was just like, man, we gotta we gotta go home now. We can't stay out here. But no, it was just amazing to see, bro. I remember I remember seeing the brand and seeing it out there. And I was just like, damn, that's because I was asking Mo about it. And I said, he, she said, That's Trey. I said, No. She said, Yeah, that's it. I said, You lying. And I looked it up. I said, I said, damn, that's crazy. I said, Yeah, we're gonna make this happen. But it's just it just goes to show you no know, bro how where it can happen, and now I even see when we were hanging out with some of the folks out there. Now how they have it, and different things like that. And it's only a matter of time, you know, before it gets out of here. I know I'm I'm about to grab some, so it's gonna be down here in Florida. I'm gonna send it to my boys up in Philly, so they gonna have it in New York and all of that. So we and then North Carolina, they gonna connect. So like I said, it's it's only a matter of time, but it, it takes that hopping onto different interviews. It takes yeah. that going out there, like you said, and being social, placing yourself in those situations. But at the same time, still having that. Life work balance, but the fact that you're doing all of this by yourself, I always want, I'm always going to take my hat off to it, bro. It's a lot going on. So, okay, so we talked about you know what to look forward to. We talked about the process to get here. We talked about you know just just everything that it took and everything that is going to continue to take moving forward. So, thinking about long term, thinking about where you want to be, thinking about where you are right now. What would you say is one of the biggest things that you look at goals, you look at milestones, you look at aspirations what is something that you really want to knock off the bucket list for culture? It doesn't matter how quick, doesn't matter how long, but what is something that when it's all said and done, when you look back on your brand or when you pass it along to generations to come or whatever, what is something that you want to really check mark off and say, I did that? The first thing I've
1: thought of, because it's
0: on my mind every day,
1: this time next year, I want to be able to say, I made six figures from this. Um, that's a, that's a, a big goal for me, but it's something I can do. Um, I also want in the, in the next, my three to five year Goals is to have my own store. I want to make sure I have my own store. you to be here or in Florida, I want, to, I want to own my own store. Like I've seen other
0: brands too. So
1: those two things are very important for me.
0: Hey, and when that store opens up, just let me know. I'm going to bring the camera. I'm going to bring the lights. We're going to have the bands. We're going to do another follow-up. We're going to talk about, yo, y'all remember when we manifested this back on the podcast? I'm telling yes. y'all, like, come on now. We better get right. So I love that, bro. And obviously, you know I'm sending my love, my light. I'm wishing nothing but the best of luck and all of that. And obviously anything that I can do even after this interview to help plug you and support I'm here for, we locked up for sure. So I love that. So, you know, before we give the people the information about where to find you before we, you know, you let them know where to tap in and get all the, all the fire merchandise and what to look forward to. Do you feel like there's anything we didn't touch on today, whether it be from a brand perspective, whether it be from a business owner perspective, whether it just be from a, a trade perspective of Dallas to Florida, the Dallas perspective, anything, or even, Sometimes I even open it now. I love it. when I do this for these people that been leaving some gems. Are there any messages or any gems or things that you want to drop for people out there, whether they may be aspiring business owners, current business owners in the same thing that you're doing or just somebody, you know, just tapping in, just looking for somebody new to shop with?
1: I know it probably sounds cliche, but I think the most important thing if you're doing anything that's outside of working nine in five, you have a business or any kind of platform, I think the most important thing is to stay consistent. When you're feeling up and you feel on top of the world, you're feeling low and you don't want to do it stay consistent i think that is the most important thing and nine times out of ten you'll see the results that you want just by being consistent rather and and i would say don't compare yourselves to other people that are more successful because it can be discouraging stay in your own lane you're going to get what you're supposed to when you're supposed to but don't look at these brands that's been established for five years and think okay why am I not seeing the success that they have and I'm only a year in? Because you're going to get there when you're supposed to. Keep your head down, be consistent in the good and the bad. And whatever your dreams, whatever your goals are, you're going to reach them. Nine times out of ten.
0: All right, now Run your own race, man. Like you said, man, social media, I you thinking. You're not doing anything right in the world. Like I, like I was saying in my previous episode, you don't know what's going on once that story closes or once that app closes or once that phone locks. You don't know what's going on behind the scenes, man. So you can never let, let don't ever let somebody else's success dictate your path and where you should be in life, man. It's, it's crazy. So I appreciate all my IG Live followers for tapping in, for showing love. My boy Cliff. Even pop on here on his birthday, man. I, I love that a lot. So before we officially wrap up, bro, before we officially close out of everything, can you just tell people where they can find you on social media, where they could lock in with you on the website and everything? And also, we want to make sure we include it in the bio of this episode, too.
1: Yes. Culture.apparel is the Instagram. Shop Culture Apparel um, is the website. Culture underscore apparel is the Twitter. And on Facebook, it's Culture space apparel, where you can find, you can find it on all of those other platforms.
0: Got you. And for those of y'all who not seeing it, it's culture with a K. Uh, yes. So he is. It's a K because he he's a Kappa. He joined the 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 wrong side of 1911. I didn't want to have to bring it up, but I would be remiss if I did I love 1911, but he just had to go that way. But nah, nah, good dude for sure. Like I said, I'm gonna definitely make sure I include all that information into the fire. And I really hope that you know, on top of finding a new business to shop with, you were just able to take away a gem tonight. You were able to hear something that you resonated with, or. You were able to hear something that you know motivated you, lit a little fire under you, or maybe you were even, you know, something that you could write down or a manifestation that you could move, move forward. Because we made a manifestation today. Three to five years, the story is coming. So lock in with us, man, and, and let's just see it happen. So, Trey, I thank you for the time tonight, bro. I appreciate you, you know, hopping on here, and really just being. Transparent what is sharing your story, sharing your brand and, and sharing how you really do what you do on a daily basis. And to everybody out there from IG Live to YouTube to just listening to the audio, I appreciate y'all, man. From We've been getting a lot of love from the, the recent products we dropped and just from the recent episodes we've been dropping and the visuals. And we got the giveaway for the month coming soon. So I'm, I'm just really excited for it. i just excited for the direction, the space and everything that we're moving. So this has been another episode of the Down to Business podcast. Here with Tamar Turner.